good morning and thank you for joining me today as we continue through the book of Isaiah. We find ourselves in chapters 37, 38, 39, and 40. If your Bible is handy, it's convenient for you to do so, take it and open it to Isaiah chapter 37. I left you yesterday with a bit of a cliffhanger. How is the nation going to be delivered from the great peril presented uh, by the king of Assyria, Sennacherib, uh, and his rep representative, uh, Rab? Shaka. And so Hezekiah, the king of Judah, ultimately goes and uh, he uh, prostrates himself before the Lord. He seeks the wisdom of the prophet Isaiah. And so in chapter 37, verse 7, uh, we find uh, Isaiah delivering the word uh, to uh, uh, the king, Behold, I will put a spirit in him so that he shall hear a rumor and return to his own land, and I will make him fall by the sword in his own land. And so God, in a supernatural way, does what he promises. He uh, uh, relieves them. He delivers the nation from the threat of this Assyrian uh, army, from its invasion. And so uh, God is faithful, proves himself, as he always does, uh, to be to be faithful. And so uh, Hezekiah, the, the king, uh, intercedes for the nation. And then in chapter uh, 38, uh, we find that Hezekiah has become uh, sick and uh, Isaiah comes and pronounces that you're about to, to die. And at that, Hezekiah repents and God relents and actually says you're going to be allowed to live uh, for 15 uh, more years. And then in chapter uh, 39, we see a prophecy again well over a hundred years before its fulfillment of what's going to happen uh, when the Babylonians come and lay siege uh, to Jerusalem. And so chapter 39 uh, rightly uh, brings to an end this book of the uh, uh, prophecies regarding the destruction of Jerusalem, again ending with its destruction in 586, prophesied there in 39.5. And then chapter 40 begins to uh, speak of uh, God's comfort and uh, provision for His people. And so from chapter 40 to the end of the book, uh, the book of Isaiah is also uh, often referred to as the book of comfort. And uh, liberal scholars many times call the, uh, uh, the section that begins with chapter 40 uh, the work of a Deutero, a second Isaiah. That there's a, an Isaiah that wrote chapters 1 through 39, and there's an Isaiah that wrote uh, chapters 40 uh, through the end of the book. Uh, but uh, there's really no need for that kind of hypothesis. It's uh, uh, just speculation. It's not true. Uh, we believe there was one Isaiah, one historical prophet, and his name was Isaiah, and he wrote the entirety of the book. And so uh, we come uh, to our focus today in verse 5 of chapter 39. Uh, then Isaiah said to Hezekiah the king, Hear the word of the Lord of hosts. Behold, the days are coming when all that is in your house and that which your fathers have stored up to this day shall be carried to Babylon. Nothing shall be left, says the Lord, and some of your own sons who will come from you, whom you will father, shall be taken away. And they shall be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. And then Hezekiah said to Isaiah, The word of the Lord that you have spoken is good, for he thought there will be peace and security in my days. Well, uh, that seems to be a, a tragic statement. Uh, in regards to, to Hezekiah. So Isaiah tells him that there's a future day coming 
uh, when that which is treasured within, within the nation, that which has been designed for God, by God, for His glory, for His worship, is going to be uh, dismantled, it's going to be destroyed, and it's going to be ultimately taken uh, to, to Babylon. And uh, we find that historical record uh, in the closing of 2 Kings and 2 Chronicles, where the Babylonians do indeed come, and we have the details of how they went about uh, destroying uh, the temple and deporting uh, many of God's people. And then this great prediction and prophecy regarding even the doom of those that are his descendants. And it, it seems to me that uh, we see something of the flawed character of Hezekiah in that uh, he seems to think, well, that's good. Uh, there's going to be peace and safety in my day, and I'm not going to have to suffer uh, with no concern for those that ultimately come after him. And so as uh, one who uh, can now look down uh, the line uh, beyond my generation to my children's generation, my grandchildren's generation, uh, I have great concern for what lies ahead. I, I, I do not want them to, uh, to suffer uh, uh, great distress and uh, destruction in the days ahead. But uh, Hezekiah seems to be comforted. Well, you know, better them than me. And once again, uh, the reminder uh, that these kings were so very, very flawed. And every one of them, even David himself, it is a reminder that there was a need for a king, uh, but none of them ultimately was the king uh, that was promised and prophesied. That king would only come in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ, the, the promised one of, uh, of all of the prophecies of the Old Testament. And so uh, uh, Isaiah certainly has a great concern for this promised one, this righteous branch uh, that shall uh, rise up from the house of David that uh, we see uh, the overarching providence of God in that, yes, indeed, in, in a sense, the bulk of the nation is going to be destroyed. But even in that scorched earth of destroying uh, uh, the large part of the nation, uh, there's going to be a remnant, and it's going to be preserved, and it's going to produce uh, the, the Messiah. And so even though judgment is, is coming, uh, God is going to be faithful uh, to, uh, to preserve that remnant to fulfill uh, His purpose. And so uh, once again, uh, we see both in kind of the particular words, the coming deportation, and then the overarching uh, concern, uh, the overarching framework uh, that God is going to prepare and preserve a nation, a people, and even a world uh, for His Son, Jesus Christ, to step upon the stage and accomplish uh, that which no other king uh, would and could accomplish. And so I, I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and we'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.